Be'etzes Hashem Yisbarech. We will continue where we are learning in the holy letters of the Balatanya, letter number 12, where the Shir is in the Shchus Rufu Shalema for Hindu Bastabe Rachel. What we are learning, this holy letter of the Balatanya, which is known as, and the act of charity, is peace in the inner dimension, which includes activity, but is much deeper, means that the activity of charity is is an obsessive nature. That obsession, that avoider, that internal inner service of charity is a never-ending, everlasting tranquility. We are explaining the difference very deeply between the activity of charity and the inner dimension, the obsessive nature of charity and compassion. And how that's a never-ending and everlasting tranquility. We are going in very deep into this most magical concept where we are explaining that to merely understand the enormity of this revolution, which, as we explained from chapter 37 in Tanya, this revolution is one of the greatest contributions that the Balatanya gave to the world. We're in chapter 37, chapter 36 in Tanya, he lies down and reveals the secret mystery of the purpose of the world, which is to make a dwelling place for God in this world. And in chapter 37, he says that this dwelling place that will be fully revealed in the Messianic era that started to be revealed during Matan Torah. Because in Matan Torah was the revelation of the soul of everything in the world. God came into the world in a way that the whole entire world witnessed its source. Its source became revealed from within the world. Everything in the world screamed Everything in the world expressed the unifying force, the creator of the world, the creative energy in everything, the animation energy of, that animates everything, something from nothing, from God. Every soul of everything, the soul of all the souls was revealed. And how our job is through Torah and mitzvahs, to bring that energy deep into the world. So God created the world, something from nothing, from day one. 
Then on six days of creation, he takes that something and he makes it more of a something. Meaning that first there was something called Koyach Yuli, the ether. First there was the Evan Ashthia. First there was a world of just darkness. And then darkness and light became separate. And then from that, earth and heaven were formed. And then from that, heaven became more about light. And earth became more about darkness, more about the body to hold it. And he intermingled them in multiple different ways. Where God creates the world in a way that there's many different elements of the world. There's the world, the mineral kingdom, where me and you, we have homes that are based on the mineral kingdom. And then there's the vegetable kingdom, which is all around us, the gardens, to get their energy from the water. So the water is the paradise that we look at, that we talked about yesterday when you look at a sunset. To look at a sunset means to reflect on heaven in your life, to marry heaven and earth, to be in a space where you represent humanity, you represent the earth, you represent the home, you represent the mineral kingdom. You represent the form, the body, the holding ability. And when you majestically and tranquilly find yourself in a vacation spot and you look at the water and the water reflects the heavens through the sunlight where the blue sea has the sun reflecting down on it and gives an enormous reflection. The blue water that we see, the water is water, but then the water becomes blue when the sunlight shines in it, when it's not darkness. When I step out of my humanity, when I step out of the world, and I glimpse heaven, I touch heaven, I kiss heaven, when heaven and earth kiss, in a most physical sense, in the most beautiful day, in boike, when there's clarity, when it's no more erev, when there's no more blending, when humanity has complete clarity, a moment of vacation, A moment of the highest pleasure on planet Earth, where it's tranquil, it's peaceful. It mimics the paradise that we once had, or the Mauritian when the world was fully created. Where heaven and earth silently reflect each other. You're sitting on the earth, you're on the beach, and you're right near the water. So humanity is so close to each other. Heaven and earth are kissing because the water is an intermediary between 
heaven and earth. Because the water and the dry land are kissing through the beach, through the sand. When you think very carefully about this, the holy Kabbalist explained that the Jewish people, when they came out of Mitzrayim, they went straight into the water. And after going out of the water, they saw that the water reflects the heavens and the heavens reflect God's kingdom. And in God's kingdom, in heaven, in the multiverse, in the energies that are far beyond this world, those are just energies that reflect God. The goal is to witness the majesty of the kingdom of heaven. The goal is to pursue everything spiritual, enlightenment, fulfillment spiritually. The goal is to understand why is one moment, one moment of Oilam Haba, of the kingdom of heaven, one moment of my soul being in, basking in the revelation of its creator. Why is that greater than every pleasure on planet earth? Because the ultimate pleasure on planet earth is a pleasure of peace, a pleasure of tranquility. And so the Holy Kabbalist explains something enormous that when the Jewish people came in time, they went into the Kriyas Yamsuf, which means to split the water. To see that the blue on this planet, the blue, the beauty in colors, where do we get that beauty from? That beauty is fully magnified and magnetized and revealed in the water when the water gets split and when the water reflects the heavens. So the Kriyas Yamsuf, we got prophetic insight into the kingdom of heaven. So it's to go from my humanity onto the beach, which is the connector to the water. And then to see the kingdom of heaven and the water and then to come back into the dry land, into the beach, which the beach represents the desert. And then in the desert, they had even a deeper, more profound revelation where God shows now you've got insight into heaven. You went into the water, which the water is the heaven on earth. It's only the heaven on earth because it's a mirror image of the heaven that's up there. So there's heaven on earth, which is the water. And that's why everyone hopes, wishes to go to the blue water. Because there's a heaven on earth and it's the water. But the heaven on earth is only the right side. So in that sense, you have the left side, which is Yabosha, Yavosh, dryness, dry land. So in planet Earth, we have dry land, which represents the left side, the body, the darkness, the organs, the emptiness, the feminine form, the container. And on the right side, you have the water, this enormous body of water, beautiful, blue, majestic water. And even at planet Earth, the goal is the right and the left should merge. Do you see the enormity of this creation? Clouds will come. Did you ever read Pasha's Beratius? To read it with the lens of the Balatanya. Thousands of pages were written on this to understand the enormity of the whole entire Torah. As the great genius, the Rogachover said, to see the Parsha of Beratius in every single Pasuk in the Torah, 
to see the enormity of the genius of the Torah. To see the idea of the six days of creation, how it's an extrapolation of God's infinity. First as God, and then little by little, he creates a world where he separates his energies. One energy, like the water energy, represents the soul. And the, the world energy, which means the world, the abosha, the dry land energy represents the body. But when we look about the world, when you look up from heaven, if you look from space and you look at the world, you see the world is a globe that's made up of water, bodies of water, and bodies of dry land. So the world itself contains right and left. Do you see the enormity of this? Right and left. But what is right and left? Right and left is an amplified version of heaven and earth. So when you say right and left, masculine and feminine, male and female, what are you talking about primarily in this world? You're talking about the water, the bodies of water, without the masculine side, which is the soul side, and earth is the body, the feminine side, the receiver. The, the water is the giver, the giver of life. The water will create all types of pleasures. Because the water energy falls down, it trickles down, it goes up through the ear into the clouds, and the clouds hold it and drop it on the dry land very softly and peacefully in the sense that it's very detailed. Gvuras Kshamim, very detailed, and this water will kiss the earth. And together, when there's vegetation, heaven and earth kiss. Mineral, the mineral kingdom, which is the dry land. And the water kingdom, which is similar to the heavens, will marry and kiss. So when the Jewish people went out of Israel, they went straight into the water. They saw the kingdom of heaven. They saw the kingdom of masculinity. They saw the kingdom of souls. They saw revelation into the animation of this world. That I'm yearning to my soul. I'm yearning for fulfillment. I'm yearning for satisfaction. I'm yearning for pleasure. I'm yearning for life. All the time I'm yearning for something new. And I substitute. I substitute all the time. One moment in time. One moment of harmony on a beach. One moment of harmony of pleasure of an addiction. One moment of harmony of feeling the taste of the food. Just like Chava did and Adam did, looks so beautiful. But that beauty resembles a peace and an infinity and a unity and a harmony far beyond the mere temptation, the mere petty pleasure. This is an enormous idea to understand. Where everything reflects each other in this world, right reflects left. So after they came out of the water, they saw what the kingdom of heaven was. Then on Matan Torah, God showed them what dry land is. What is the desert? Matan Torah is the same revolution, but on a deeper, more profound level. They got a glimpse into heaven in Kriyas Yamsuf, but a glimpse into earth. To the essence of God. 
And this is a very deep concept in Kabbalah known as light is not God and darkness is not God. Bodies are not God and souls are not God. God is beyond soul and beyond body. We cannot comprehend what is God. But where is God revealed more, in the male or in the female? In Matan Torah, they discovered that God is revealed more in the female. Who creates new beings, new humans? The man could provide the soul. The woman, through providing the body, she also provides the newness, the creativity. The idea of a new species, a new child. That gift was given to the body. That gift was given to the woman. That gift was given to the feminine. A new paradise on earth is only being able to be created by me and you, which is the feminine version of God, which is the Chava, Lagabe Odom. We are God's Kala. We were chosen by God to be the Kala. We were chosen to be the nation with Shachni Besoycha. God says in Parshat Tetzava, I am God. That I took you out of Mitzrayim to dwell in you. You will be my wife. You will be my feminine version. You will be the version of me. You will bring me deep into this world. That is the purpose of man. You will seduce me, but spiritually, through the third mitzvah, you will bring my energy deep in. I created the world for six days. And then I rested. And just like in pregnancy, the man provides the seed. He provides the beginning of the child. But then the woman will cook the child and nurture the child for nine months. And then she will give a new child, a new birth. She will give a new child to the world. And that is our job, to give a new birth to the world, to give a new consciousness, a new hybrid of reality. The 15 million people of the Jewish people through Torah mitzvahs for thousands of years to create a new child, a new birth, a new creation, a new told the Shemayim it's a new heaven and a new earth, a giver and a receiver to understand what masculine and feminine mean in my own life. That there's man, what he contributes to the world which is God creating the world in six days. And then there's the woman, what she does in nine months, which nine months is an amplified version of six, of seven weeks, seven days in a week. And again, another week and another week until you get to nine months, which is a tremendous revolution. Because the man... His job is instantaneous. He provides the seed instantaneously. But the woman will make the child. She will make the child real. She will make that seed real. And it's an amplified version. And God created the world in six days. And on the seventh day, he rested. And now we create our own world. We take that drop that was created from intelligence. God started in the first day. There was nothing in the world. It was just God. And then light became into darkness, soul, into body. And little by little, the six days of creation is an extrapolated version until you have a full world. Just like it's a man providing the seed, but then a woman cooks that child for nine months through food, through eating, through cultivating, through nurturing. And she will bring a new birth into this world, which that's the job of the human race. That's the job of the Jewish person.
to make that child real, for us to become partners with creation. And that is the inner dimension of what we are doing to create the highest form of kissing of heaven and earth, soul and body, to understand the enormous opportunity and obligation of all of us, to understand the essence of this letter is to understand that the purpose of this world is tzedakah. Right and left should come together. Giver and receiver should come together. Poor man and rich man should come together. Parents and children should come together. Husbands and wives should come together. Right and left water and dry land should come together. Heaven and earth should come together. So first it's right and left, and then it's up and down. First in your own little marriage, your other man, you're on the right, the woman is on the left, and together they fuse and become one in the middle. And when that happens, now the right and left have become one body, body and soul together. And in that space, heaven, which is God, comes down to earth, which is both man and woman, because man represents the water, and woman represents the desert, the dry land. But woman and man become together in this world to form one unit, which is the Kal of Hashem. But now who's the Fasen? So in your own dry land, in your own private life, you are the Fasen if you're the man and she's the Kala, if she's the woman. But together you make one unit, which is the Kal of Hashem. And now you sit here waiting on dry land. And now heaven comes down to you. So right and left becomes up and down. And that's the four corners of the world. Right and left, your right hand, your left hand. And then up is your intelligence. And down is your malchus, down is your creative ability to bring it into the world. So when husband and wife become one unit, when rich man and poor man become one unit, when father and child become one unit, then you have the giver and the receiver have become one unit. And then God, who is the ultimate giver, comes deep into the unit of you and me. And in that space, we are giving to God because he created the world in six days. And for 6,000 years, we are creating the world. We are not creating it in the sense the way he created. We are creating it the way the woman actually makes the child, makes the new birth, makes the new hybrid. Shamayim Chadasha Veretz Chadasha. Where we take the Torah for 6,000 years and we make it brand new, which is the hybrid of compassion which is the feminine contribution of compassion, which is the listening ability for all of us to listen, to pray. We go into prayer and we listen that God has created the world. And we bring that soul deep into the body. When is the child a child? The first moment of intimacy or after the nine months or during the birth or when the child grows up. Do you understand what means ushering in the messianic era? To usher in a panoramic vision of heaven and earth kissing, of paradise being born from all your trauma. All of the extrapolation, all of this to create one moment of symphony, of true harmony, of real paradise that we made. That heaven wasn't brought down to earth, but that earth became heaven. That earth yearned. Earth became the givers of life. Do you know what type of fruit comes out of the planet earth? The water comes down from heaven. It looks just like water. But deep in the earth lies the pregnant potential of a luscious fruit. Deep within the feminine lies the ability to bring a new child. Deep within the Jewish nation lies the ability to bring a new hybrid of of the soul and the body of heaven and earth kissing to such a point 
with his majestical, miraculous life on planet Earth. And that's going to be the kingdom of heaven. And when it's going to come down to earth, Yerushalayim Mikdashcha, the whole Yerushalayim, there will be a building that will come down from heaven. That, that building was formed in planet earth. That was made from the ground up. All of our work for thousands of years, refining the animal, refining the physical, the Esther, the Lulub, the Shoifer, constantly trying to show God, to bring God back into this world, to make the chuppah real, to make the feminine version reflect the spiritual. That all my organs respect, reflect the energies of my organs. My brain reflects my intelligence. My heart reflects my emotions. And to understand the enormity of heaven and earth kissing, we're the midbar, the desert. We live in a barren desert when we wake up to make that the most magical paradise. To radically transform this world, you understand what we say every day in davening, nonstop about Yerushalayim and the base of Migdash and Malchus base David. Do you know what the world's going to look like in the Messianic era? Technology is going to be a joke because it's all about ushering in, refining this world, the feminine, the pregnant potential of transformation, inner transformation, just like the dry land gives forth the luscious fruits. The heavens do not give that fruit. That fruit is deep within the dry land. It's the feminine pregnant potential. It's the pregnant potential that there is in Adam. Because Naisib B'Talmenu Kudmasenu, we were created in God's image. Deep inside the belly of the man and the woman, there is a pregnant potential that when you unite together, you create these luscious fruits that comes out from deep within the belly of the earth. Because heaven and earth kiss through the Torah, through the refinement, through the giving of charity. When we give to each other, we create those fruits. We usher in a messianic era. And even if we do it nonchalantly, we create peace. But if we do it in our life as an obsession, it's a hashkit v'chvetach, it's a never-ending, everlasting, silent tranquility. And to make this your obsession is the most magical thing in the world because then you can partake in the fruit of the messianic era. Then you can take in the fruit of heaven coming down to earth. Then you can take in the fruit in the new hybrid, the new child, the told the that will give out in the messianic era. And this is the most magical thing in the world to see the panoramic vision of the Torah and to make it real today, because today is Friday. In the 6,000 years, we're ushering in Shabbos. We are bringing in Shabbos. And we are bringing it in early. And to be part of it today, while we still have freedom of choice, before we lose our freedom of choice, to be able to do it now, it's the most magical thing in the world. And something that's never-ending and everlasting. And the Holy Kabbalists say, we will rip the hair out of our heads once we lose our choice to give compassion. Once the messianic era is changed, once the revelation comes in, what we have accomplished for these thousands of years. So that's why you have to make it today real. Make your obsession. You have to change your job. Go into the family business of Avraham Avinu of compassion. And when you do that, you will have a clarity into humanity, a clarity into planet Earth, a clarity into marriage, a clarity into heaven and earth kissing, which means to make a paradise happen on earth today. And if you choose to do that today, the choice is the reward because you will live a paradise on this earth. And to usher in that energy is the most magical thing in the world.